Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the weekly NerdCon 1 edition of The Crypto Mind, sponsored by all the good folks over at the NerdCon 1 network who have graciously allowed me to be an affiliate uh, content creator on their site, giving you insight into the world of crypto, cryptocurrency, and especially crypto mining as well and crypto news so that you get a, a decent dose of all of these things uh, when you listen to here on Thursdays uh, on the nerdcon1.com network and um, I'm also you know, I have my own channel the crypto mind as you see here in the background on YouTube and I encourage all of you to uh, go there uh, and the easiest way to do that is to put in the search in YouTube the crypto mind like you see it here M-I-N-E-D and put it in quotes you put it in quotes then you'll go right there NerdCon 1 do that as well it's on YouTube uh, and many other platforms as well Twitch Facebook and uh, and a lot of podcasting platforms as well so there's no way you can miss con 1 and um, and I'll be grateful if you also join me here at the Crypto Mind. All right, so uh, the, I'm back after a hiatus uh, for a while, and um, and part of that is that uh, I came down with COVID. I came down with COVID, and for about two weeks I was out out of the count, and uh, and then it also took me even after I felt a little better. I thought I was going to get a video out last week, and I just I still quite didn't have the energy to get it done, and I apologize, but I'm back now, and and what a great time to be back. Um, there is uh, so much going on right now, and uh, so much positive going on right now that I wanted to share with you all, and I'm so grateful that I'm in a, a better place. But here's the great thing, you know, that I was pretty much knocked out. I pretty much was good for nothing for many days, over seven days. Uh, I was in a state where I really couldn't do much. I had so little energy. I couldn't do much, walk around much or whatever without beginning to get like a fever and get tired, body aches, and just it, I was punished for doing anything. So I learned pretty quickly that I just needed to sit in a chair recline uh play civ 5 for 8 million hours um and uh and really not do anything uh i mean i i was watching the news all of the crypto news the goings back and forth i could i could do stuff on my laptop but um putting out a show like i do um compiling it together for you guys and trying to give you something that you know made sense was just too much I couldn't do a lot of things I couldn't do a lot of basic things that I wanted to do um, while I was fighting off COVID and um, and just you know recuperating but here's what was happening while all that was going on I was still mining my mining rig was going and even this machine that I stream uh, and record off of you know this uh, this PC box that I have because I wasn't doing that it was mining 
24-7, you know, for all those days that I was just out of commission. This is something I'm so grateful about. So work was being done for me, even though I couldn't do anything. The machines kept running, the machines kept mining, and the machines kept collecting extra crypto for me. Uh, whether it was Bitcoin Gold or Monero or um, Ethereum or uh, Callisto Network or Zellcoin, it was all happening. And, uh, you know, luckily it was all set up. It was running and uninterrupted. Uh, I did have one day of Windows Update nightmares, and that's a whole other story. Um, luckily that came towards the end when I was feeling a little bit better. But it was all it was producing for me the whole time. And so I could be there laid out and and it's working. You know, and even when I'm feeling fine, I can be asleep and it's working. And the great part about it is is that when I mine and I get rewards, they go straight to my wallet. They go straight to my Zelcor wallet for many of my coins. Uh, a couple of them go to, you know, core wallets for the individual coins that I have that are on uh, on a drive that I have straight to me. And it, it, it no governmental authority is telling me, yeah, I can or no, I can't do that. And um, that's something we're going to explore uh, in future shows. But the United States is, is one of the most restrictive countries in the world uh, about what people can do on certain platforms. So if there's exchanges or lending houses uh, or any places that want to do business officially with US customers, um, especially with trading and uh, lending platforms, etc., the US government has put down a lot of restrictions and basically have said, you know, not only do we want to collect your personal information to have an account on these things, but there's going to be thousands of coins and tokens that we're not okay with and we're not going to allow a US customer to use on these US approved platforms. Well, guess what? My own personal cryptocurrency wallet is mine and it doesn't have any of that stuff. So if a transaction wants to go peer to peer, it can do that and no governmental authority can say yes or no. It just happens. And so that happens when you mine. You mine, you're mining in the mining pool, then you get a reward, and the mining pool pays, and it pays straight to your wallet, and you're done. You don't have to go through all the hoops and everything. All that's occurring while I was sick, while I was recuperating and resting. Um, and, uh, and during that time, I got to see some pretty interesting action with Bitcoin. Bitcoin was up in the 19,000s, and it was sitting around 18,000 and change. Um, and then it went back up again, and then all of a sudden, just after Thanksgiving, it takes a dive, and for about a week, it starts going down, 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 down. And a lot of people who do technical analysis were saying, Bitcoin, well, 17,600 is going to be the next, uh, the next uh, interesting resistance uh, level or floor level. If it goes down to about that point, if it goes beyond that down, it could keep going down. Or hopefully it'll bounce off of that. 
um, and this is important because we had hit that all-time high. Bitcoin finally closed higher than it did in 2017 during that tulip spike. Now it closed uh, over 19,500, and then it started doing that downward slide. Um, and and then this happened. Look at that BTC. Bitcoin, 22565 As I'm recording this, I am recording this uh, at 2.44 in the morning Mountain Standard Time. Mountain Daylight Time. No, Mountain Standard Time on a Thursday. Thursday, early, early morning. Uh, I had some technical issues. Uh, if you see some of my, uh, my other videos, my, like, my little screenshot with me in the background and other things is a little different from my other videos and that's because I'm having some software issues so I found a workaround because I got to get I wanted to get this out it is it's too big it is too big 22,626 and in fact just uh, I, I would say like uh, 30 minutes ago it was at 23,000 it went just over 23,000 new all-time high up 17% right now it was up 20% in a 24-hour period 20% in a 24-hour period. Unbelievable. And I really hope for some of you, if you've been taking this ride with me and heeding my advice and getting involved, whether purchasing straight-up crypto with your dollars or beginning to do mining and following some of the patterns I've laid out about software and picking coins and starting to do mining, because... Not only is Bitcoin up, but as you see here um, in this heat map graphic behind me, it's not just Bitcoin. It is like it's everything. You know, Bitcoin is bringing everyone along for the party. Ethereum there up to 639. XRP, that's Ripple, up 25%. Um, there is, um, there's more. Um, so, oops, Chainlink up 5.6% if you just saw that. Um, and uh, Litecoin, LTC right here just above me, uh, 92.77, and that's, um, that's pretty, pretty darn good. It's not, the, it's not the highest it's ever been, but it's, it's way up there. Because of the insurance world and everything, um, for the most part, Insurance companies don't go off on playing giant derivative games and uh, high-stakes gambling stocks, uh, other things like that. Most things that they that they invest in are going to be what they would call sure bets or you know conservative bets. So when a giant insurance company says we're putting a hundred million into Bitcoin, that tells you a lot. That tells you that. They figured out this is one of the few places that they can put money and actually make something. Um, the world of investing is getting scary out there. There are very few places to put your money where you can make make something. And today is is crazy. Now you know it's going down here twenty two thousand four hundred even as we're talking, right? But I mean it, today it started at nineteen thousand three hundred and 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 eighty nine or something like that. Okay. Bitcoin has just gone crazy today. So even a little downtick is going to be nothing. It's it's the, today is it's up up up. So, you know, 
companies like Mass Mutual or whatever, you know, 20% or whatever, they that's not what excites them. What excites them is the idea they can put money in now. And a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, four years from now, five, 10, 20, 30 years from now, that money they feel is going to be up from where it is now. And, um, and believe me, they have some actuarials. They have people doing these massive calculations, trying to prognosticate, and, and this is where the arrow is pointing. So um, it's just a, it's a sea change. And there's a lot of people out there predicting like how high Bitcoin's going to go. And they've, they've posted some pretty big numbers. Even one guy is saying a million. And he didn't say like a million next year, but by 2035 or 2040 or something like that. But <clears throat> I can tell you this, which is in my knowledge of a lot of financial institutions, uh, especially when I used to be in the mortgage world back in the 90s, the last couple weeks of December are a time of slumber. Um, it's a time for accounting, uh, for getting all your year-end financials done and figuring out, you know, how you did for the year. Uh, and and so a lot, there's a, a giant slowdown in activity for companies like that. Um, and I have a feeling that come the first of the year, after the first of the year, there's going to be a giant wave of other companies making their announcements of how they're getting into this. And companies that big who move money that much, they make these announcements and usually have to say ahead of time what they're doing. There's laws about some of this stuff. So they have to be way more public about about what they do. Um, so I think there's going to be a lot more of this in uh, at the beginning of the year. This is just the beginning. And... You know, these experts have been telling you this, and I've been trying to communicate that to you over the last few uh, months as well since I've had this channel. So um, I hope you've jumped on. And if you haven't, you, you know, you really should consider it. It's Will there be a sell-off? Will there be a pullback at some point or whatever? Yeah, you know, there might be. I mean, there always can be stuff. What I'm going to tell you is, is if you're like me uh, and like so many others out there, uh, you know, us regular people, we're, we're not doing this based on what we can make tomorrow or the next week or the next month. You know, we're looking at this in a much longer term situation. Uh, I'm not a day trader. Uh, <laughs> I've tried once or twice to day trade. Uh total insanity it's it's that's not my bag um and uh, i mean do i trade do i um you know sometimes take a risk on something yeah sure i do uh but the amount of trades that i do the number is very small uh, i try to look for more long-term trends like big events when i feel like something's way undervalued or way overvalued and take advantage of that at that point in time uh, so so anyway um, I, I'm just gonna let you know that like okay so I'm gonna let you in on on some of the you know some of the coins that I have all right Bitcoin 
yeah, of course I have Bitcoin. Um, and and right now, 22,462, up up uh, 16% in the last 24 hours. You know, look at this chart. That, that last chart we saw was like its entire history. Here's over the last year. And the green line is the, the price. And the orange line is its market capitalization, um, which in many ways for Bitcoin is actually the more important line. But so you can see that you know, there was this dip. It's called my birthday dip on the 12th and the 13th of March. And then it's been marching its way upwards in a steady trend uh, until we got to about um, November. And in November, the, the that arc of going up started to arc more and more and more steeply. And in the last few days, boom, we beat the all-time high, and we've been we've been crushing it since then. So yeah, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is definitely one of the the coins that I own. Um, another one, and it's really the first coin I ever got into, is Litecoin. Litecoin is uh, has been around for a long time, just like Bitcoin. You know, look back here in the late part of 2013 you can see some little blips in the action there um, Litecoin it, many people call the silver to Bitcoin's gold um, and Litecoin is kind of like Bitcoin only that it uh, it uh, transacts a little quicker than Bitcoin and um, and uh, like to toot its horn about that and it's doing pretty well for the year as well. Now, it is at a place where it kind of was earlier this year. Um, it has not rocketed up as fast as Bitcoin, but it, it's it's making its charge now. And one thing about all of the altcoins right now, especially the altcoins that have been around for several years, is that when Bitcoin was up at 19,500 back in the 20, late 2017, when it hit its closing high, um, a lot of these other coins were way higher then than they are now. So, for example, if we look at Litecoin, we look at the whole history, and we go back to that 2017 spike, Litecoin actually hit here up $358. $358 each. And where is it right now? While Bitcoin's at its all-time high, Litecoin is at $92. But $358 is where it was back in, in 2017. To me, relatively, Litecoin's undervalued. And this is going to be true of all of these other coins, um, with the exception of one. Uh, that I uh, have something to do with Ethereum. Ethereum. I have Ethereum a little bit. It's at 639 right now, which is doing fantastic. We haven't seen that level since uh, since around May of 2018. Or, but but back at the apex, it was sitting around 1396, basically 1400 dollars. But it's not at fourteen hundred right now. It's at six forty one. 
in my mind, it should be around 1400 and it's not, which tells me in my head that there's still a whole lot of room to grow. Okay, another one that I like, Stellar Lumens. And many of these that I'm showing you, um, say like with the exception of Bitcoin and Litecoin, which is sort of like pure cryptocurrencies, um, Ethereum is a cryptocurrency, but it's really this sort of monster backbone of smart contract worlds and DeFi and all kinds of other things going on. Ethereum is it's almost acting like a piece of software, a very, very usable piece of software that other people are using. Um, and so it has a lot of value because it's, it's just so useful and is being used every day. Stellar Lumens. Stellar Lumens is like, this is more of a token than a cryptocurrency. But it is something that is used, and they are very serious about being a, a platform for easy, cross-border international transactions of money. <clears throat> so that if, um, if you want to send money to someone in another country, that you can use the Stellar Lumens platform. It will cost the user a very small amount of money to conduct that transaction. Um, and uh, the way Stellar is working is they're trying to make it so that the end user, if they don't use cryptocurrencies or things like that, the end user can get the, the transaction in their native money um, no matter what. And so they're working a lot in countries that where a lot of people are unbanked uh, don't have a lot of uh, access to um, banking or just don't have an account or whatever. Um, and they're creating all kinds of systems for people to uh, operate. They were at 89 cents, almost 90 at the peak. And right now they're at 18 and a half cents each. Um, and that's a big step up from where they were just recently. They were at 8 cents back on November 15th, like a month ago. And now they're at 18 cents. That's a big jump. That's that's a 2x right there plus. But yet, they're way below where they were back then. Okay, here's my exception. Um, it's called Nexo. Nexo is a token. Nexo is a lending uh, platform, a uh, lot like uh, uh, BlockFi, Celsius, um where you can um, put crypto in, you can get crypto loans, and and what you do is they're over collateralized. So like if you, you know, this is just a rough example, but like you want to borrow five hundred bucks, and they're gonna hold, they're gonna freeze like about a thousand bucks of your crypto in your account to hold to hold that five hundred dollar loan, and then you can pay it back when you want. They're ticking off daily interest, but also if you don't take out a loan if you just deposit with places like nexo blockfi celsius um they will pay you daily interest for having giving them liquidity for their lending platform um and you can do a little of both if you have uh, a loan out with nexo and they're holding a certain amount of crypto to hold that loan but then you have more than that the stuff that's extra can be earning interest as well um, and so Nexo was kind of just barely getting its start when the when the whole tulip spike happened way back when, and so they were sitting at about um, it looks like at about uh, um, forty cents 
at its peak back then in uh, May of 2018. And so they were they were kind of doing a slight peak when everything else was crashing, but then they kind of crashed down as well. And they've spent a long time in the wilderness, um, but they've been developing their platform and their tokenomics during this entire time. And the neat thing I, about Nexo that I've always liked is that every time they've made a change to the way their tokens work, it's actually been to the advantage of the of the regular people who own Nexo tokens, um, and that is so cool. Because there have been a lot of time, uh, uh, Crypto.com has gone through some famous uh, turbulence lately where they killed one of their tokens. Um, and then on the other one, they drastically reduced the interest rate that it was paying. Um, and so, uh, you know, that's been against the token holders. Whereas Nexo has been making it um, more advantageous to own own their tokens not only for reduced rates on loans an increased rate on um, d deposits and now they just instituted this thing that if, if you like say you have Bitcoin or Ethereum or Litecoin deposited in there and you're getting the interest if you're willing to take the interest out in the equivalent Nexo tokens you get an extra 2% interest on your deposits and I think a lot of people are taking advantage of that and as a result um, more Nexos being sucked up. Also, Nexo uh, itself started doing a buyback on its own tokens. So it's taking some tokens out of supply, which of course will drive the price up. And so, you know, this this token that, I mean, back in, um, when was it? it? It was It was some time ago, but I... Yeah, like 2019, August of 2019, there was a point where I was able to scoop up some tokens after there was a dump at about six and two-thirds cents each. And if you see the price above right now, it's 65.9 cents each, basically 66 cents each. I got a 10x on that. Had to wait a little over a year, year and a half for a 10x. But I also got some at 9.9. .9. I also got some at 12 cents each, and they're... 65.9 cents each wow and if you'll notice that means they've they're beating their their all-time high from way back when so nexo actually is head of the game i will tell you this is as, as a u.s if you're a u.s customer getting your hands on nexo is a little difficult it's you can't have it on any u.s approved exchange or whatever um and even using nexo's own um platform and, and some of the things if you try to use your debit card or whatever it's 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 a hassle um and nexo is a token it's not mineable so um you either have to go to one of the DeFi places like uniswap and swap ethereum for nexo uh to get some uh on the zelcor wallet there's some swap sites where you might be able to get nexo um and then i've also found one exchange out in south korea called um hotbit that uh, will sell Nexo. And uh, so I've gotten that, and then I shove it into the Nexo account um, for their advantageous uh, things for holding Nexo. Um, so that's like a quick commercial for Nexo there. Um, also, but if, if you don't want to go through all that complication, BlockFi um, is, uh, is open to U.S. customers, um, and their rates... Are, are very um, competitive on the deposits um, 
and Celsius um, is out of England. Um, same kind of thing like with Nexo, which is a we in the U.S. can't officially have Celsius tokens on any site that that allows U.S. customers. But they do offer interest rates on uh, on deposits of lots of different coins and some that aren't offered on others. So like my basic attention tokens, um, are they don't have a big interest rate, but it's more than zero. And, you know, so I have basic attention tokens sitting on a Celsius account earning like, I don't know, it's like 2 or 3%. It's, it's not as much. But you know what? And like I said, anything's more than zero. If you're earning, you're earning. And this is all occurring while we're going up in price. This is, this is a big week. And, and in my opinion... This is my just this is my opinion as a crypto watcher and a crypto uh, kind of like journalist or blogger is that this is this is the beginning of more to come. So don't think that you've you know you've missed out. The the train is still trying to chug its way out of the station. You've got time, but but it will become more and more expensive as it goes along. Get in. Now, when I say get in, you know, there's lots of ways to do it. We've been talking about just buying crypto straight up. But again, I will, I will never stop saying this. Please uh, get involved with crypto mining. Um, whether you end up spending um, a certain amount of money, you know, eight, nine hundred bucks to get a bunch of parts and put together a six card rig. Or whether you just keep your PC running after you've finished playing games and, and doing whatever and have your one video card and your one processor churning away at night while you while you sleep. Or while you're not at your desk. Um, no matter what. Just um, keep it always keep the machine working for you. There's no reason not to. There's absolutely no reason not to. Um, and like I said, so that you can just keep acquiring. And like I said, I'm a big advocate for you. If you haven't taken that leap yet, if you have not yet um, decided to crypto mine, you know, start with your PC. And go to my video about, I have two. Go to my video about, you may already have equipment that can mine right this second. And then the other one about uh, crypto mining wallets and software. Those two will help you get moving. And as always, I've always stated on the videos and whatnot, if you've got questions about, okay, so now what do I do or what software do I have or whatever, please um, put questions and comments in the videos on my YouTube channel videos Put in questions and comments, or you can even do it on the one there on NERCON. And um, and I will respond to them and get you going. Um, and and you'll be amazed. Uh, you know, I got started with just a laptop, and it didn't do much. But I learned that way. But especially if you've got, like, a PC box um, with a, a halfway decent video card in it um, and a processor that's, you know, no more than four years old. 
you know, three years and less is, is the best. And if you've got a new one, right? If you just got a rig, or hey, Christmas is coming. For you, all of you who are getting a PC for Christmas, like for gaming and whatnot, and it's really hot, well, you totally have what you need to start crypto mining. So that's where we're at right now. That's, that's all I wanted to say for this video. And um, I'm really grateful that I've got my health back. And there's going to be more videos coming. And make sure that you know you stay tuned every Thursday for uh, on NerdCon1.com through its many platforms. Uh, and I will be delivering you news, comment, um, and other things that you need to know to get involved with this. Um, and, and like I said, if you can get involved, at least at first, without spending another penny more than what you've already spent for equipment or things that you have already, um, that would be the greatest way to get, to get going. I think once you get a taste of this and once you realize how direct crypto mining is to getting you crypto to, uh, from, from the comfort of your own home the comfort of your own wallet and and there's no intermediaries nothing in between it just goes there straight no one's saying yes no one's saying no no one's saying give me the front of your driver's license and the back of your driver's license none of that that you're going to want to do more of it and you're going to be excited about how you can you can enter into this without having to kill yourself so um, anyway, uh, again, comment down below, uh, ask me questions. I'm more than happy to answer you. Please, if you've liked the information that you've, you've heard here today, you know, click the like button on this video. Um, please subscribe here at NerdCon1 for all the great content on NerdCon1. And then also go to the CryptoMind and subscribe on the CryptoMind because I will be doing videos that aren't part of the weekly NerdCon1, um, setup um, some of them will be more technical uh, and more crypto mining focused and um, might give you some more of the detailed information that you might like uh, about crypto mining uh, but nonetheless uh, this has been the crypto mind me Steve the crypto mind and um, I'm grateful to be back I look forward to seeing you next Thursday and don't forget on Saturdays you have Cinephile Saturday with uh, another Steve on the NerdCon 1 Network, um, and he's got a great show, uh, and I encourage everyone to check it out. It's the next show that gets shown on the NerdCon 1 Network. Have a good night, or good morning, and enjoy. Enjoy.